Good morning, sports fans, bettors, and cappers, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell. Thank you all for listening today. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from the past few days before diving into today's betting slate, and we cap it off with our daily betting card. Now, if you guys tuned in Wednesday, you heard how ice cold we are. That really hasn't changed over the last number of days. Um, sometimes that's just the way that it goes in the betting world. Um, we are one and two on Wednesday night for our NHL and NBA plays. Lakers money line, the only one that hit both teams in the other games, dominated, just didn't pick up the win. So rice cold, but we're still in good spirits. We're excited to chat with you guys today. Now we're recording Thursday night. Uh, wanted to just kind of get some things out there. Don't have notes for today's show like I normally would. So this is going to be a little bit more of a free flow show than we're used to. But i uh, really excited to record nonetheless. And uh, let's get right in. Before we get started with today's episode, are you looking to make some wagers? Then head over to bet99.com. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports available on the website to bet on, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile, and the mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com today to make an account. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19 plus years of age to do so. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now let's get back to the show. So MLB, that's been what's dominating the headlines today. Um, it was opening day of action, so I get why. We've never been a great baseball betting show. If you followed us at all last summer, we actually really struggled on the baseball front. So that's why we didn't post any plays today. Um, I did bet some personally just for fun, um, just to see how the day went. Didn't go great. Kind of just goes with the trend of how our plays have gone recently, but some of the teams that picked up wins on opening day, you had the Braves, they dominated the Nationals. You had the Yankees, they shut out the Giants. Aaron Judge hit the first home run of the year, capping off, or starting the year, how he capped it off last year. Um, then you had the Orioles beat my Red Sox, so not great when you're starting out the year with a loss there. Cubs shutout win, Rays shutout win, Twins shutout win, Mets win, Pirates win. Jays win 10-9 over the Cardinals, so the Canadian listeners will be fired up about that one. Astros lose on opening night, the defending champs, and then we still got some games going as we're going through today. Now, headlines-wise, it hasn't been the most loaded recently, um, especially today. So there was a couple things in the news. Brandon Miller, he declared for the NBA draft. This shouldn't come as a major surprise. He's anticipated to go third in the draft this year, at best probably second. Um, it does kind of feel like it's a, a victor in Scoot 1-2, but just because he had a poor NCAA tournament game doesn't mean that he's not a top three talent in this draft. He's obviously got some off-the-court stuff that we're not going to get into, 
but he's got to deal with that moving forward. But as far as from a talent perspective, I can definitely see why some teams are interested in wanting his services moving forward. Now, NHL-wise, the Bruins did uh, clinch the President's Trophy today, um, surprising no one. I mean, they've been the most dominant team in hockey all year long. Um, they won against Columbus in OT tonight. Bet the over personally in that game, and it finished 2-1. to one. So, again, that's it's just kind of where we're trending right now. But uh, intrigued to see how they do playoffs-wise because that's a very tough division. You've already got Tampa. You've got Toronto. And once you get past those teams, then you'd have to take on the likes of Carolina, New Jersey. The Rangers, the East is pretty loaded this year. So we'll see. Sometimes these President's Cup teams, or President's Trophy teams, I should say, they don't end up going on to win at all. So let's see if Boston can kind of break that trend and maybe break through for another playoff run. And then to cap it off NBA-wise, the Sacramento Kings, they ended the longest playoff drought in pro sports, North American pro sports. 16 years is how long it's been since the Kings have been in the playoffs, dating back to 2006. And so the West playoff picture is going to be a really interesting one. They currently sit third in the standings. If it ended today, they would get Golden State, which taking on the defending champs in the opening round is a pretty tough draw. But that being said, great year for them. Sabonis and Fox, uh, great one-two punch. They added guys like Kevin Herter, who's had a bit of a career resurgence. Uh, they still have Harrison Barnes and a number of other guys there. So shout out to the Kings. It's nice to see them back in the playoffs. Going to be an interesting uh, home stretch here for the Western Conference as I believe it's six or seven teams are only separated by a handful of games, and we've only got about a half dozen games left. So with that, let's head over. Let's chat about the daily game slate. Um, we'll even recap a little bit of day one of PGA as well, although it was suspended due to uh, some weather issues. So before we do, let's play the video. So yeah, PGA-wise, um, only got through a handful of holes today. We did have Corey Connors. He's tied for 7th through 9. Uh, Chris Kirk tied for 27th. And Ricky Fowler tied for 49th. So those were our three picks this week. Just need Kirk and Connors to show up. I was more so hoping that Ricky would win and he would get into the Masters. But unless he turns things around late tomorrow uh, in his first round and then also his second round, then I think he could be in a bit of trouble now. Only one soccer game happening. That's English championship-wise. We got Burnley. They're minus 217 against Sunderland at plus 566. Now, these are two of the higher-scoring teams in the championship. You do have first place Burnley taking on 11th place here. But they are first and fourth in goals per game. So I'm interested by this both teams to score. It's minus 112. I think there's some great value to be had there. We haven't been able to bet footy for a little bit here, which has been one of our better sports throughout the year. And so I really do like that one, both teams to score. I know a lot of people are probably tuning in looking to fade, but that's one that I actually feel really comfortable with. Now, moving on to other sports. Um, NHL, we got four games happening tomorrow. Looks like we're going to get quite a few backups, especially in the first couple games. So Rangers and Sabres, looks like we're getting Halak and Levy at least right now or Levi, however you say it. Rangers are minus 145 on the road. I am interested in that line overall. Um, kind of just going off the phone here today. Rangers have won seven of their last 10. Buffalo just three of their last 10. So I would like 
the Rangers on the road. That being said, Buffalo would need this game a little bit more for playoff chances, so it's a tough one to predict, at least as of now. Helberg and Hellebuck going as the Jets are minus 240 at home against Detroit. Six and a half is the line there. Um, I don't know how you bet Detroit right now. I know that they've won two straight, but they only won two of their last eight prior to that. Jets are sliding a little bit, but they are at home. So when you see minus 240, you kind of have to look the puck line route or in regulation if you want it to still be a bit juiced. So at least for now, hope that line either comes down a bit for Winnipeg or moves up a bit more. Maybe get Detroit plus one and a half at some good value or even plus two and a half if you're looking for a parlay piece. Markstrom and Demko going. Flames are minus 130 on the road against Vancouver. I can't for the life of me think why people would really want to go the Vancouver route with this one. Um, They're not really making a playoff push. I know that they're technically in the mix, but I'm really not that worried about them uh, considering that they're 11 points back with seven games to go. I do always find it funny when you're looking at uh, playoff standings and they're like, well, this team still has a chance and they would have to take all the points over the remaining 10 games or whatever it is. So I'm not worried about Vancouver's playoff hopes. I am worried about Calgary's, though. They are two points out. They have the same amount of games played with Winnipeg as well. So with Winnipeg getting Detroit, feels like this is a must-win tonight, uh, or tomorrow, we should say, for uh, the Flames. So I like them at minus 130 on the road. You got Dallas minus 240 on the road. Looks like Ottinger and Vegmelka. I hope that the line moves in Arizona's favor, but that's definitely way too hopeful. I think we're going to see Dallas probably by the time I wake up, closer to minus 270, minus 260. So if you can get it now, minus one and a half is plus 110 as well. Maybe play the in regulation, but overall I like Dallas. They've been one of the better teams in the league all year, and I think they'll continue to show it against Arizona. NBA-wise, basically everyone's playing outside of a handful of teams, so... 13 games happening there. Bulls minus six and a half on the road against Charlotte. I don't have an interest there, especially with Charlotte having won three straight games. Maybe look at the plus six and a half at home. But again, you're hoping that a bad team just shows up. And that's not a route that I want to go at least this late in the season. So maybe look at Charlotte. If you buy a few points in a teaser parlay, it could be worth a look. Sixers are minus five and a half at home against the Raptors. Really like that line for Philly. Um, Toronto does need this game, though. They're currently ninth in the Eastern Conference, although they have won three straight games coming into this one. Orlando and Washington, it's essentially a pick Wizards are minus one and a half. Not that worried about either one of these teams. Um, Washington technically needs this game. uh, With six games to go, they're a couple games out of a playoff spot. So unless they win out, then they're probably going to be sitting at home on the couch along with their opponents here, that being the Orlando Magic. Thunder minus three and a half on the road against Indiana and Thunder fans almost have to be upset that they're winning so many games because they're currently sitting as the 10 seed. They're somehow ahead of the Mavericks and man, I'm, (laughs) I kind of like Indiana today, but it's tough to bet against Oklahoma city the way that they've played recently. They've won six of their last 10 games and that's without Shea Gilgis Alexander for a little bit of time here as well. So I would take Indiana with the points at home, but not going to play it personally. Knicks taking on the Cavs. Cavs are minus five and a half at home. This could be a preview of a first round matchup here. We've got fifth place New York and fourth place Cleveland. So I'm more so just wanting to watch that game. I'm interested to see how they match up uh, heading into that potential playoff series. 
Nets are minus one and a half at home against the Hawks. Hawks desperately need this one as they're the eight seed. The Nets are the six seed. They're probably not going to catch the Nets unless they lose out, but it would go a long way if they could knock them off in this game. Maybe take the Hawks minus 105, uh, just straight up money line on the road. Utah and Boston, I'm not seeing any lines, but when Boston wins by over 40 points against the Bucks, could be a bit of a letdown spot. Could be also Boston's just that good, so I'm going to fade that one all together. Lakers and T-Wolves. T-Wolves are minus one and a half at home, and they're playing some good basketball right now. I know they're coming off that loss to Phoenix, but they had won a handful of games in a row prior to that. Lakers are healthy, though, and they did just beat the Bulls, so it's a tough game to pick. I think a lot of people will be on the Lakers because they want them to make that late-season push, maybe get up into that top six. I still think seven or eight is more likely, but I would actually bet Minnesota there if I was going to pick a side in that game. Rockets are minus four and a half at home against Detroit. Do not bet this game. Neither team wants to win. Uh, (laughs) They're both just really bad. 16 wins for Detroit. They've won one of their last 10 and the Rockets are on a seven-game losing streak. So two bad teams, not interested in that spread. Clippers and Grizzlies feels like a bit too much of a pick for me. Not seeing any lines, at least as of tonight. Those will probably change in the morning, but I kind of like the Grizzlies at home, depending on where that number's at. If I had to guess, we're going to see something around minus four for that one. Kings and Trailblazers. Kings are minus 14 and a half on the road. Definitely staying away from that one. Too many points for a road team, even one as good as the Kings. Spurs and Warriors. Warriors are minus 16 and a half at home. Again, not looking to bet a double-digit spread, especially when the Warriors don't have Andrew Wiggins in their lineup and haven't for quite some time. And then Nuggets and Suns. This is kind of like that uh, game that I spoke about earlier with Knicks-Cavs. I'm just interested in this Suns-Nuggets game just to see how they match up in a potential playoff series down the road. Now, MLB-wise, we do have five games tonight, or tomorrow, I should say, as well. And some interesting pitching matchups. Mets are minus 120 on the road. They've got Peterson going against Lazardo. Um, the Mets did just win today. They beat them 5-3, to three, so I kind of like them on the road to pick up another win there. White Sox and Astros, Lynn and Javier is the matchup. Really like that one. I know that the Astros lost today. I don't see them losing back-to-back, though. The issue is minus 155 might just be a little bit too rich for my blood. Maybe go and look at a first five line, see where that one's at heading into the game. You got Rockies and Padres. Freeland and Martinez is the matchup there. Martinez is minus 175 at home here. And I think that's honestly just has a lot to do with this Padres lineup. We do see that as we're recording right now, they're up two to one in the fifth. So the offense isn't rolling, but it's definitely... Uh, they do have the lead there. So at minus 175, um, I'm just that's a little bit too juiced for my liking. Dodgers minus 190 against the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks were up two to nothing. It's two to two as I look now. So interested to see where that one goes tonight before I wade into the waters with this one tomorrow. And then Guardians, Mariners, Gaddis, and Ray are expected as a pitching matchup there. Mariners minus 165 at home. They've got that revamped offense this year. And so I am interested in that Mariners line. Maybe parlay Padres Mariners money lines just straight up if you're looking for some plus money tomorrow. Now, as we head into the weekend, we do have final four action. Um, I did place a bet today on San Diego State to win the NCAA tournament. They're plus 360. I just look at it as UConn and Miami is a bit of a pick for me. 
I don't see San Diego State having a ton of issues with Florida Atlantic here. So I think San Diego State, knowing that they're going to be in that final or at least feeling confident that they're going to be there, then it's a pick them once we get to championship night. And so I'm going to play that individual games-wise for the final four. I'd play San Diego State minus two and a half, and then I would play Miami plus five and a half. I think they can play this UConn team very close. But with that, let's give you our plays for tomorrow. Uh, if you're watching this, then today. Uh, so definitely want to look at these ones. But before we do, let's play the video. <laughs> All right, so this segment is sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery, which is family-owned and operated, located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of green country. Saskatchewan's first micro-distillery success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. Check out some of their great products like their local vodka. Uh, they had candy cane vodka over the holidays. Now they have sweet tea vodka as well some dill pickle vodka as well. Wife and I are on a little bit of a booze cleanse, so won't be indulging in these uh, at least over the next little bit here. But I will say really love their products when I do. So definitely go check out Last Mountain Distillery. So with that, what is today all about? We want to make sure that we are... Hey, it worked. All right. Easy money. We want to have some easy money here. So let's give you our four plays for today. Burnley, Sunderland, both teams to score at minus 112 for a full unit. As I said, two of the higher scoring teams in the championship feels like a great spot to make some money in a high scoring game. I'm going to play the Mets money line MLB wise. I like Peterson a lot more than Lazardo in this matchup. So at minus 120 for a full unit, I like the value. Calgary needs this game a lot more than Vancouver does. So I'm going to play the Flames money line at minus 130 for two units. And then to cap it off, Betting against my own team, Minnesota minus one and a half against the Lakers for a full two-unit play. But appreciate everyone who tunes into our show every single day. Had debated dialing it back a little bit, but I still love doing this uh, at least a couple times a week so I can give out my betting plays. Go follow us on all of our social platforms at HedgePod as well. And go and subscribe to our Substack. That's where you can find all of our podcast audio. But appreciate you all, and we'll see you guys on Monday for the Competitive Hedge Podcast.